Good morning, everyone. The sun is starting to rise, and those beams of light are hitting the clouds. We get fireworks in the sky. Temperatures here in the Queen City hovering around 60 degrees. Our top story this morning comes from Milford. The dump reopened yesterday and is again running by normal business hours. Apparently, it had been a casualty of the storm. The Goffstown School Board called a special meeting on Monday to discuss the local education tax rate set by the Department of Revenue Administration last week. The tax rate jumped to $15.02, up a buck forty-seven. That spike was double the more than double the $0.64 cents the administration projected when presenting its budget recommendations to the school board budget committee and the town's deliberative session. In a statement issued earlier in the week, Superintendent Brian Balke said that the business office made an error when projecting the tax rate. Uh, you think? It seems they improperly counted $1.5 million in grant funds and food service revenues as general fund revenue that reduced the tax rate. That uh, was incorrect. That kind of thing's not supposed to happen. And now the taxpayers will have to pay for that mistake. Balky apologized, saying, quote, We strive for accuracy and transparency in all we do in SAU 19. I accept full responsibility for this calculation error made in anticipation in the anticipated tax rate and apologize to the school board, the budget committee, the board of selectmen, the and the community as a whole for this unfortunate error. Uh, Had we had the correct tax rate projection, the school district could have taken steps to reduce the increase to the tax impact for 2017. All I got to say is this just comes from not knowing your numbers, folks. If you don't know how much a million dollars on your tax rate is in uh, in increase, uh, school board chairman Diane McCarthy issued a statement saying the board was, quote, deeply concerned about the unexpected uh, saying uh, unexpected difference in the tax rate and are currently considering all of our options as we work towards addressing this issue. She said they have put a new process in place to ensure that such an error won't happen again. She went on to bloviate over what a wonderful group of professionals work for the district and how its tax rate remains uh, well below the state average. Don't tell that to Jim uh, Jim O'Connell. He'll come in and yell at your town and say they, they suck, they're cheap, and they hate education. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in a punchy mood this morning, aren't I? Former Manchester Mayor Raymond J. Wazorek has endorsed Christopher Stewart for Alderman in Ward 1. Wazorek, a Ward 1 resident, is the second longest serving mayor in the city's history. He holding office from 1990 to 2000 in a letter to Ward 1 residents. Wazorek said he was proud of the work that he had done with Republicans and Democrats to uh, develop the Manchester Civic Center, Manchester Airport, and begin the revitalization of downtown. He said those are examples of the great things that can be done when politics are put aside. Wazorek said Christopher Stewart's record as a school board member was proof that he could put politics aside and work collaboratively across party lines to make, quote, smart, financially responsible investments in our future. He said Christopher Stewart would work with fellow board members to bring real meaningful change to the city's schools and create a more efficient and effective city government. News from Rome Backyard continues after this. Hi, I'm John Manellis, owner of Auto Care Plus. Join me every Friday morning at 740 for Auto Care Corner, where we'll take your calls and chat about everything you need to know about your car. Only on Gerard at Large.
The radical leftist group Rights and Democracy New Hampshire announced its endorsement of candidates in the upcoming municipal elections in Manchester. In a release issued yesterday, the group said its movement politics team spent time reading through... The candidate questionnaires, which we're going to spend time reading through again this morning, and interviewing the candidates who are too chicken to come on the show before making their endorsements. In, make, uh, the, uh, in, in doing so, the group said, quote, in order to change cor- the course of our state and our nation, we need to be building power at all levels of electoral politics, especially at the local level on our school boards, councils and aldermanic boards. Rad is proud to endorse these candidates who have proven that they will put the health and future of their community first and will work on policies that lift up their neighbors rather than divide them. For Alderman uh, Rad endorsed, that's the Rights and Democracy NH Group, Peter McCone in Ward 6, Brendan Weisso in Ward 7, and Hassan Essa in Ward 12. For school board, no surprises here, they endorsed David Scannell in Ward 2, Dan Bergeron in Ward 6, Ethan Morehouse in Ward 7, and Thomas uh, Thomas McGee in Ward 10, and Constance Van Houten in Ward 12. Note well, they would have endorsed Kathy Staub for school board in Ward 5, had she, uh, but, uh, let's see, were she not, there we go, had implies past tense, were she not uh, on their payroll as a paid employee which she is. We've uploaded or we will upload the questionnaire with this news read at com, so you can see what they asked the candidates and know what they're all about. Eversource says its crews working alongside hundreds of out-of-state line and tree crews worked uh, workers continue to make significant progress at restoring power to the thousands of New Hampshire customers impacted by Sunday's devastating windstorm. As of Thursday afternoon, Eversource had restored power to more than 297,000 customers That's not people, by the way. That's utility accounts. And had fewer than 14,000 remaining without power. With power restoration substantially complete in many communities, crews continue to work in several areas hardest hit by the storm, including in the Lakes region, the southeast region to the seacoast, and the north country. That storm has also caused many individual customer outages throughout the state. Eversource crews continue to focus on the remaining scattered outages. The repairs required for these outages are over widespread geographic areas that take time to complete. Crews are going to each of these individual locations to complete repairs. Just a reminder, our top story this morning, the dump in Milford has reopened. It is no longer a victim of the storm. Yay! That's news from our own backyard. Draw at large hours two. Uh, hour two is up next.